0: listening to the living in Bosnia and Herzegovina podcast on the podcast today I'm joined by uh, a lady that I really have got to go and see in the not-too-distant future I wanted to see her about uh, a year ago or maybe more but then of course the pandemic came in and we weren't allowed to travel and mix and well everybody knows the story across the world but today on the podcast I've managed to get Ivy Shevincij who lives near she's going to tell us where she lives in a minute but she lives near uh, a town about an hour's drive away from me called Prijnavo. Now my research you know me, I'm, I'm, I don't do much in the way of research. Maybe it's because when you get older, you get lazy, I don't know. But what I can tell you about Ivy is she's a mother, she's a YouTuber, and she's an evangelist for sustainable living, which is quite unusual uh, in the Balkans because people aren't really into sustainability as we would know it. Uh, she's born in the Philippines. She's now living, as I said, in Bosnia and Herzegovina, Ivy, to start off with, this is the most difficult question people say that I ever ask, so I hope you're going to be able to cope with it. Um, Tell me a little bit about you. How where Whereabouts in the world are you from? Because I haven't told anybody that yet. Um, And the story about how you arrived where you are today.
1: All right. So thank you, David, first and foremost, for inviting me here. So I just want to thank the opportunity to tell you thank you for this because i'm also with you i like to show the world how amazing bosnia is because i'm one of the foreigners who who find life here as uh, uh, meaningful and better so i want to give back to the people because the people here are very nice to me and i want to show them more about bosnia so we have the same goal so i'm ivy Muniesa Sibinchich, originally from the Philippines. I live in a small island called Bohol. So Philippines is consists of 1,407 islands. And one of the islands is my island, and it's one of the tourist destination destinations in the Philippines. And so I'm an island girl. And then I studied journalism. I'm a journalist by profession. I also work in the government before. But then I have a change of heart. I decided to study culinary. So I had international culinary. And then luckily I was able to uh, work in cruise ship industry. That's where I met my husband, Slavin. And he's a Bosnian Serb. And, but after that, I had an accident, eye accident, which, uh, which the company um, asked me to go home and do my medication three months in Manila, Philippines. And we were in long-distance relationship for three months also. But then, we because of love, he decided to follow me in the Philippines, and we got married in the Philippines. After that, we processed the paperwork, and we want to be together. And then I arrived here in Bosnia, and then life goes on after. Now, I'm currently in my third year here in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And for the last three years we are also blessed to have two daughters sofia and natalia and as you mentioned we live in the village also same like you and we are here in the um donis Mertici. it's a small village we are near the croatian border Uh, we have this uh, mount motace in our gorny or in upper village and just right next to it is already croatia and I'm living traditionally in the village because my husband's family is living traditionally, so I adapt their culture. Um, Our religion here is Orthodox Christians. And I usually document our life here in the village and also trying to educate other people and inspire, document, uh, preserve culture and traditions. So if you can check on our YouTube channel, I completed all the Um, activities of the Serbian Orthodox people so I uploaded everything there I just want them to see how uh, people here do their Christmas Easter this type of um, events holidays and because I'm a Catholic and uh, it's quite similar to Orthodox and most of my people are very curious uh, people from the Philippines are very curious about how life here works and but the thing is uh honestly i didn't know about bosnia before i never heard about bosnia and herzegovina but i know about ex-yugoslavia because we have it in our history classes but after that no one knows where is bosnia where is this and all but and but they fear about you know this fear about bosnia about ex-yugoslavia about the war so whenever i encounter people they always say, Really? You're from you're married to a Bosnian? Is it safe there? It's it's like that. Always like that. Is there a war going on there? Like I want to correct them. I want to you know, I don't want to um, give them a bad impression about Bosnia because I want to correct because that's not how it's going on here. They're not updated, they're not aware that it's a peaceful country, it's an underrated country, and people are very nice they're like oh like they, f- they fear the people here so I want to show them like no 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 it's not how you think it is it's not the, what you see in media it's all about the news are about war and conflict but what's going on here is actually people are very nice they are living peacefully and we have same uh, culture in Philippines which is uh, we are family-oriented, and I want others to see that because that's not how they see Bosnia. So I want them. So that's why I'm slowly. It, we're currently really busy with our activities at home. We have so many activities at home. But I'm trying my best to find time to document and show the world what's real happenings here in Bosnia, what's the reality here, because I don't want them to, to have a fear about Bosnia. And good thing because i'm 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 so blessed i know i'm i've been very blessed because my husband's family and friends are very good people they made it easier for me to adjust so asia europe it's quite different to be honest there's so many d- huge difference differences in culture and um this how do you call this this uh different mentality but I'm, it's easier for me to adjust for the last three years because the people here, my family here, have been very helpful and supportive. They made it easier for me. And now, as a, a way back of giving back to the love and support they have shown to me, I want to other people to see what's reality here, how amazing Bosnia is. And that's since I'm a journalist, and I want to use my voice, my social media, I don't have enough time to post everything, but whenever I have time, I always show them this. There are people here, wonderful people. It's a cold country, but with warm people. I always tell them my family. My family also before were like, will you be okay there? Is it okay there? So I want them to see, oh no, it's totally safe. And we're, I'm blessed that my parents were here. were here last other year. They were able to see. Uh, the situation here they're really they experience the life here and now they're aware that everything is good here in bosnia and it's a good uh, uh way of telling people story where they see it's happening like you personally showing it to the world not like you hear in stories because most of the people we have on our online circle are our family and friends so and most of them are also educators, researchers, professionals, and they're also aware about history, but they don't know the exact uh, update of the life here. So that's why I'm trying to see what I can do. And we are. Um, my husband is very passionate also about sustainable living, and he's an agriculture by agriculturist by profession, and. I'm a journalist by profession and we are like, um, combined together. That's why uh, we have the same passion and that's a good thing because we, we try to make a small impact in the world by our family, as an example, because family is the basic unit of society and what we're doing now, we're thinking it might not be impactful for others, but we want to, this is our life. We want to, always not regret because we both know this is what we want and we want to give it a try because if I think you're aware that most people here want to go out of the country. Yeah, yeah, was, leave- yeah. Yeah, but we're trying to make it work here. So they're always saying like, are you serious? Why you want to stay here? We have so many potentials. We have, um, you know, people want to hire us in other countries. There are other opportunities, but we still... Want to try making it work here? That's why we try to make our home as an agri-friendly uh, um, home, where we can have multiple agricultural ventures to be um, uh, that we can we can sur- survive here. So hopefully, in the future, we can have an income-generating home. That's our goal right now at the same time living a sustainable life. So we have um, we grow, raise, produce everything at home. all the food that we consume at home and everything is almost homemade. Only missing in our home to become hundred percent full eco-friendly home is the solar energy. We are we have our own spring water source that we use for our um, water house uh, water supply for our household. And we have also this bonar or deep well where we use for our drinking water, and everything we we have all types of animals the for livestock that for for meat supply, we have cow, sheep, pigs, um, chickens, and uh, mostly all the crops we have. And we also have uh, our own family seed bank. We are collecting heirloom vegetables, and right now we have. 350 plus and there were more than three three hundred and fifty
0: yes. different types of heirloom seeds
1: Yes, wow, that is amazing Personally, This is actually a starter number There are many many more people out there who are very passionate about collecting heirloom seeds and I'm blessed to have known them over the years so we share same passion and interest and we're exchanging and most of my seeds are coming from Philippines and some are given from um, collectors here also. From some from Bosnia, some from Serbia, Croatia, Montenegro, and other countries. So we're exchanging. We have our own um, group also for that. And I'm glad that I'm able to um, share interest with them also. They're they're also wonderful people that also inspires us and inspires more to to be a steward of the environment, sustainable now we we have all this in our family seed bank and we also share to others here because we want them to try going back to the basic so we have uh, our family's advocacy sustainable living and living a sustainable uh, healthy lifestyle and last month we sent out seeds to 20 people entire uh, all over both bosnia and herzegovina so we sent out heirloom tomatoes heirloom beans and asian vegetables seeds so for them to try these are the are healthy ones and we send them out for free we cover the shipping we put down the planting guides and everything so we encourage more people to start their own kitchen garden and and to to grow their own food and make an impact in our in their own little ways at home and but uh also, we have from our neighborhood here. I I always promote Asian vegetables, so they have tried my Asian vegetables for the last three years, and they're also growing it in their own backyard in their own kitchen garden. Now I've I'm since I already gave out to most of my family and friends. We give seeds and seedlings to and fruits to our family and friends here in Periñabor. and. The event and neighboring towns so that's when i decided to open up uh put in our social media account if anyone outside the the ones that we don't really know to if you're interested to have this if you're really committed to plant the seeds then we can send this out to you we started later on we found out like many are interested so we we send more so but it's not easy for us because you know we're just an ordinary family we cannot shoulder all the cost but we don't have problem in giving out seeds we're always i I actually was the one who saved the seeds that was from my last year's growing season i enjoy saving seeds the process and all experimenting and it's there's just a magic in it i don't know how to explain but growing food from seeds and saving it after enjoying the harvest it's like it's very fulfilling Experience. I wanted to. I
0: wanted. I wanted to ask you um, when you were saying there about uh, Asian seeds for Asian vegetables. How difficult is it to grow um, vegetables from your home country in this part of the world? Is there a special technique that you have to tell people about, or is it just a case of well, they'll grow because the climate is suitable here?
1: Okay, thank you for that question. Because I just want to share it also, that growing Asian vegetables is quite a double effort because it's not the same weather here. It's a four-season country here in Bosnia, and we only have short, warm days, and Asian vegetables need a very long time to uh, produce fruit. So what I do during winter, I start my seeds indoors, I sow indoors, and I transfer it outside during summer when the danger of frost is gone spring or summer when it's already um safe to be transplanted so i always need to catch up the time i need to be sure that they will reach the maturity stage before the first frost in autumn again comes so it's double effort but but if you really want it there's no you know the possibilities is limit limitless and not limited so it's um it's hard at first because you don't have an idea, like my first year, I don't have idea when it's going to be. Because I came from a tropical country, it's my first time seeing snow here in Bosnia. I travel a lot before because I work in cruise ship. I've been to many countries, but I've never experienced winter in other countries. Because cruise ship uh, don't go when it's winter in these places, we always avoid winter. so. That's when I never tried snow and I only had it here, frost, snow and all these uh, winter things. And so when I arrived here in Bosnia, first like I still have to observe, I still have to check things. So I have my, my journal, I, I think I have my notebook here. So I have my um, my gardening journal. So I take down notes, everything. Oh, now I know this one survives cold. And I do a lot of research in each crop, so that's also helpful. And I I put much heart and effort effort in planting these vegetables, and that makes it more um, fulfilling. Reward after when it becomes a success. Right now, I have a lot of Asian vegetables. I'm continually growing more. That's our that are rare here. Most of our heirloom crops are rare. You cannot find it in the supermarkets or anywhere here. That's why I'm trying to multiply it. And my family also in Philippines are also surprised because, oh my God, you have all this and we don't have that here. Like uh, we have a small garden in, back home in Philippines. They actually started when, after they arrived here in Bosnia, when they see here in Bosnia, before we don't have that in Philippines, they don't grow vegetables. But when they see our lifestyle here, they're like, my parents like, oh, I want, to, we, we w- would like to, to start. So that's when they started now. And so, because they're like surprised because it's too far. This career that uh, I have before is too far than the life we I have here in Bosnia. So they're always telling like, "Oh, you have this, and we don't have that." Like, how come? And it's so different the uh, climate there. So, but I always tell them, "If there's no impossible, if you really want." So, how
0: how has it been with your with Slaven's parents, your in-laws now, when you've you have these Asian vegetables growing uh, in front of them. what was it like for them the first season when you took when you harvested your Asian vegetables and you prepared food and they ate it? What was their reaction? Because people in the Balkans, I have to say, um, and in Bosnia and Herzegovina in particular, they are pretty conservative when it comes to food. I don't think they're the most ambitious. Uh, people for new tastes um tamara's parents for example yes that that they understand it and everything but if you go and put something even for me when i put british food on the table for the first time they went uh gonna be a little bit we're gonna take this a little bit slowly you, this is this is food uh or vegetables from the other side of the world how 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 did they react to
1: it i definitely get what you meant because I know that from experience. So this is my technique, my tactic. <laughs> so it's like a tactic. I oh, but My parents in law are very health conscious. They're very health conscious. So this is what I always tell them. Oh, you should try this Gorka dinha. It's very, very healthy. I always tell them Verlus dravo, And this is very healthy. That's when they say, oh, they will eat. That's uh, if they know that it's healthy when you promote it to them, when you give them information that this is good for the sugar this is good for your heart this is good for all this and then they will start eating that's when um and they're not uh uh, how do you call this they're not actually choosy but i know because i know other people say that uh, they have problem with uh, cooking uh, food asian food to their families because they're not open-minded and eating it but i'm not sure why in my family they're very uh, interested they're curious how it would taste like i always ask my mother-in-law because she's the one who taught me everything she knew about cooking gardening and i we're honest with each other i always ask her ask her is it good and she always say yes 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 good so that's when actually my father-in-law eats uh asian vegetables almost every day during summer even now uh, there's no uh, vegetable yet but i i have my supply i've Freeze some of my Asian vegetables, and one of their favorites is this uh, bitter melon, gorkadinha. They eat it raw as salad because they know that it's very healthy, and they they're just also used to my kitchen, my cooking because we we don't share kitchen, but I there are days that we share together, and I always the garden is open for them to harvest during the days where it's um, uh, a fresh season they can harvest there and they can cook and they can get whatever they like in the garden and there i can see that they're really harvesting they're really using it for for their meals so i don't see that as a problem only thing is they don't like spicy which i like spicy so much i love
0: spicy i love spicy Mm -hmm.
1: And they don't want this too much um, flavors. So what I do if I'm the one cooking for them, I just adjust the seasoning. I don't put much. I, I because I, I work as a cook, so I I understand how would people react to the food. So I always, you know, put some changes, and uh, depends on how because I already know how their taste, what's their taste bud. So I I make some little changes for it to be acceptable for for them and but for asian vegetables i they really love it only thing maybe some that um not applicable to them are the ones that are new like i i fail to tell them that this is healthy because some other vegetables i just grow because i want the seeds so we don't really eat that but it's for i just want to collect the seeds so but mostly the main vegetables they eat it, so I'm happy because I want to provide them healthy food. And uh, before, actually, family, the, my my husband's family are veteran farmers. Uh, also, my husband they love growing, but it's the usual. We live in the village. I think you know most of the villages have their own vegetable gardens, but it's always crumbier or sweet uh, potatoes corn, the basic one, beans. So I introduced to them the new vegetables that are new to the family. And I'm glad that they accepted it, they embraced it. So now when I arrived here, they only have one vegetable garden. And then for the last three years, we keep on adding more garden lots because it's my wish and they're very supportive. And since they're also enjoying the fruit that of the, uh, of the gardening, then they agree like okay well it, they gave the green, greenhouse to me so i can use it they prepared more lands for me to use so we can plant the seeds that we have and because they also are using it the, consuming it so they're okay and i'm happy that they are enjoying the this fruit of hard fruit of hard work and it's nice that the it's nice to see when it's not the usual food that they eat here. But I actually love also the food here in Bosnia. And yeah, I was uh, going to
0: say, what is your favorite food? Um, I, it's going to be quite interesting to see what you say. What, what is what is what is the most favorite thing that you like to eat from Bosnia and Herzegovina?
1: I think uh, it's everyone's favorite. It, everyone knows this food that I love most here. Number one is I always crave that when I'm pregnant, or I've been pregnant twice, and this is my number one cravings, chivapi. <laughs> but the best is in Banyaluka, chivapi. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and also my sister-in-law's chivapi. Uh, my sister-in-law have um, picara. She also sells that, and and they have such and picita um, picara. It's baked traditionally. So it's really, really yummy. That's why I find it the uh, yummy because the ones we had are good ones. <laughs> and the second one is burek, the ones with the meat. It's it's really good. I like it with the um, white sauce. And the third one, I I also love sarma. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sarma! Yes, sarma. and I I love eating uh, corn kurusa with kaima. So it's really like a favorite. Like every day, like every Sunday, we have a family eating together. And because we have our own cow, we produce our own milk and dairy products. And we love to eat uh, dairy products. And kaimak, fresh kaimak is really good. And cheese. know this uh, and everything at home is mostly homemade. We have. Um, many different types of fruits which we make into um compote jams juices so we preserve so we have year-round supply and for vegetables we also pickle them and everything you 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 have you
0: have you have taken the culture totally i mean you're doing zimnitzer making that winter food um making jams and and everything I come from London originally and I never ever, when I was a young man, thought that I would be living in Bosnia and I would be living in a Bosnian village and having to, I don't know, it's just a wonderful experience for me. It seems that you have a similar, you've had a similar journey in a way because now you've got used to it and, and you find it quite fulfilling.
1: I embrace the new life here. Actually, this is very new to me. Everything is very new to me because I live in an island. It's all about sea, sea, sea. Here it's like more about like mountain countryside life. So it's different. But since I studied development communication, we are into Millennium Development Goals and we have I have studied about agriculture and it's all about theories. So when I came here, it's like I'm applying all the things I learned in college and I think that everything, you know, it's distant to be here because I, my husband never told me about life here in Bosnia. He didn't tell me, like, he lives in the village, they grow and all. It all just came when I arrived here that, oh, it's like that. But everyone, all of them are very hardworking, and I don't want to just, you know, sitting pretty and just wait. And so that's when I I find it very... uh, fulfilling when i see them working so i said why won't i not do this productive life also i don't want to just sit down in the house so that's why i always join my mother and father in law when they work outside if my husband works i always come with him and they always tell me no you just need to relax you just because you're pregnant just because i was pregnant when right away when i arrived here but i said no uh, i'm I don't have problem risk with my pregnancy so I would like to help a little little so that's when it become a tradition now me and my mother-in-law doing most of the gardening job like planting maintaining and my husband and my father-in-law does the hard physical job land preparations and it became a tradition now uh I find it the uh, as a uh, I find it like it fits me. I I think this is the life that fits me most because I find it's real meaning of life because I used to work only computer, only online, office, corporate work and it was it was not I, I can say that I was not happy with that life. Maybe I was good financially, I can make good money. But then I didn't see any meaning to it. Like I was not happy. But when I started living here in Bosnia, that's when I feel alive. I feel like this is life. This is reality. This is where I'm meant to be. That's when that's why I want to to show the world that if you choose to live your life, you can always do something about how to make it meaningful because before i i work i when i was in college i was a self supporting student and i was busy with my academics maintaining my my scholarship i was busy with extracurricular activities with the uh, student organizations i was involved i was very active with these things and and i always you no know, don't have time to to be myself to to rest my mind and do something productive i may be doing many things on- online and all these things but some missing piece that i did not find when i was doing corporate job and that's when i was when i arrived here in bosnia that's when i i realized like life is wonderful and there's so many things i can do to make life more meaningful and I'm happy because the life now I have here, the life that I have here is the life that I never imagined that will happen to me. And I've been independent for for the last previous years because I study in a different uh, place, not in my home province. I was alone and independent. And that's when I am not uh, always with my family, but when I arrive here in Bosnia, everyone is so welcoming i don't know about other um, villages but here in my village everyone was very nice almost every day everyone's visiting saying welcome and sending their love and support and that's when i would feel like i feel loved here like i never had that experience before so it's like you know i i feel blessed and those missing pieces before it's like coming in right now like oh this is the life that I I I never thought that would happen to me and
0: I've got a question for and you. Just... And the question is Did you ever think that you would be the person that wouldn't get stung by a bee?
1: Oh. I never we are really surprised why I, I never got a stung until now I work near the bee house we have our bee house near the garden I don't wear any protective suit but nothing I, I don't know why why it's why it's like that but I think because I'm always I'm a calm person I'm I'm just relaxed all the time when I, I do my work in the garden I'm just because I find it very th- therapeutic working outside. So I find my peace and tranquility when I work outside and I always relax and just, I just let them do their own business because most of the people, when they see bees, they always, like, they're rattle, they're scared right away. They're, they're making the bees feel like they're attacking them. So only technique is just remain and pass by because they will investigate if you're a flower. So when they see, oh, this is not a flower, this is a human, I will go. So it's just a very quick uh, survey for them to see if you're a person or flower, then they will go. So that's why they end up not harming you. So um, it's I, I also like beekeeping. It's my husband's uh, passion. He's very passionate about bees and beekeeping. It's been his lifelong dream to become a beekeeper. He studied in Banyaluka, agriculture in Banyaluka. And he said that beekeeping is really the one that uh, touched his heart. <laughs> so and it took time for him to start because he wants to start big and but then i we always think like if we don't start now then when so we that's why we start to have our beekeeping now even though it's little by little slowly so um he actually did most everything like diy do it yourself so because beekeeping is an expensive hobby so but he he tried his best to do everything alone so we can save. He built his own bee house, the beehives and the frames. And now he, he had got 13 hives right now with two layers. And it started only with three. And bees multiply a lot, really like double, doubling very fast. So that's why he needs to keep up making hives for them so they won't swarm. Because if you don't provide them a place or house in the hive to stay, then that's when they go and swarm. So you need to avoid that. That's the fear of a beekeeper. So you need always to pro- provide them with the space for them to colonize. And But uh, beekeeping is good. It will give you free many products. There's all the products from bees are useful from honey, pollen, this uh, beeswax, everything so many benefits so that's why it's also good to have at home since we our goal is to become a sustainable home and there's also uh we are also trying to actually educate people about beekeeping about bees it's that bees are important we, we should uh, start to have the mindset that these bees, butterflies, these pollinators are important. So uh, we're kind of, not technical, but uh, if you can check on our YouTube channel, on our uh, Facebook page, we want to educate people on organic gardening, permaculture, beekeeping, organic uh, raising of livestock, and many more. Um, we also practice at home uh, the five R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, repurpose. And we're trying to, because our family's mantra is to live healthy and frugally. So we want to be off the grid. It's The concept is like living off the grid. So we don't depend on other people, depend on government or other means to, to live because right now in the pandemic, you know, we here in the village, we don't feel the pandemic at all. It's like nothing happened. We we don't uh, we go out to the grocery when only the need arises, only for toiletries and actually uh, Slavin's grandmother used to make homemade soap and detergent also, which I always tell my husband, like, I want to do it again so we can preserve that uh, family tradition and it's, it's nice that the, during the pandemic or the crisis, we don't feel any pressure. We we just continue what we're doing. We don't feel the pressure outside. And everyone before in the first few months of the pandemic, they're, like, scared. They buy. They're buying a lot of groceries, filling up their shelves. But it we didn't feel anything. It just we don't feel anything because we have everything at home. You know, we can... We're confident that we can survive if the supermarkets are going to close. If there's no more supply, we have everything at home. And we have so many seeds at home that we believe that one kilogram of seeds is more worth than gold. You can, if something happens, uh, God forbid, if something happens in the world, we can survive. So we have the water, which is very important. And we're blessed because our, our homestead, I call it homestead because it's like everything is here in our home. We also live with animals. So everything is here. We have our own spring water source, and uh, we don't depend on this uh, water from the government. And we have our own for drinking water. Only is the solar energy that we lack for now, because it's not easy to have that. Uh, we check on it already, and just so many paperwork and bigger costs, but it will also uh, return investment later. But for now, we're slowly... But Slovenian. your aim, but your
0: but your aim is to to have solar as well. You'll be the yeah. you'll you'll be the only you'll be the only house in the village with solar, won't you? Or because or do your neighbors copy you all the time? Because you're very successful.
1: Uh, for us, uh, I'm not sure if uh, because for us success is doing what you love, being happy, and uh, our happiness is just simple. It's just this right now. Like our focus is family and we have two kids and we just want the best for them we want to provide them quality safe food that's why we're growing vegetables and and we also want to be together all the time i we don't want my husband to be away that's why we try our best to to make our home as income generating home one day slowly so we fill our home with um, many fruit trees in the hope that in the future we can make business out of it. We have, my husband started planting hazelnuts, walnuts, and for long-term, um, for the future, it's not, um, earning right now, there's no profit, but we always think about the future of the kids and at the present moment. So me and my husband have different views about the world. So if we have, we always have projects for developing our home and we don't we love traveling also but we don't spend much on things that are gonna pass by so we always if we we have um extra we always use it to buy more seedlings of fruits we always um, invest it for for the future for something that will multiply later that's always our our family's um, activity we always want to make sure that this will be because this is what happened Uh, my husband is actually the only son and the youngest and their culture here is if you're the youngest son you will have we will inherit everything and we're lucky we're blessed that uh, my husband's family have enough land to cultivate only problem is that the family from generation to generation they're just keeping it they're not utilizing it so me and my husband have different perception we want to make use of this land right now others have become forest and some we let others use for free but we were thinking why would not utilize this land no so that's, but the problem is we all start from scratch because parents and previous um, generation they just keep it just to have that from the family but they don't use it for growing they only use a little space for growing annual crops so Me and my husband always think we can invest for the future slowly, slowly make projects where we can use this land to grow different, because we're into heirloom, native fruit trees, native crops. So that's why we slowly produce, multiply whatever we have. We're collecting seeds so we can multiply this, what we have at home. Because right now we, you know, there's so many land that we can use only problem is we don't have the capacity to 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 maintain it to invest on something but we're trying our best me and my husband has are together for three years only but um in the last three years we have achieved many things already slowly and it's hard because i'm from philippines there's so many paperworks and my parents were here and we it that was what that was our first project so my parents to see my situation here in bosnia they can also see uh, their grand, grandkids my, at that time i have i still have one daughter so they can see and they can meet Slavin's family because they are very also family oriented so um Slavin's family wants to meet my family they want to make sure that they get along well and they're very very nice people and i'm, ha- I'm happy that they're supportive in bringing my parents here so they can experience life. So these things, because we're very focused on, our family is focused into this uh, three things, abundance of food, health, good health, and happiness. It's all about family. That's why we want to live a sustainable life. And we want to also share other people that when you live a sustainable life, there's a sustainable happiness that comes with it. And when you do that, you will have a happier and healthier and meaningful life. And this is something that we want to show and share to the world as a family and make an impact. Because right now, if in the present generation, everything is busy with the social media, everyone forget to make a life. So... But but because of social media, also we are able to share what we're doing. But it's if we put social media in good use, then it's really impactful. And and I I, I came to this uh, culture before like there's no life working in corporate job. That's when I find joy in living out of the shell. That's when I want to. That's how how it started. That's why when i see that the life here is beautiful i told my husband oh i want to document our life here because i want others to see us like don't be afraid to start living off the grid in your own little ways living sustainable life if you have or if you're living in the city if you have small land then you can start growing your own food you can start the even because i was before an environmentalist so it's kind of so many many things going on with my life and everything is like boiling down to living a sustainable life so i always uh, it's just my thing and my husband also shares same interest so
0: it's like the, a dream team it's it's like having the dream team right with you and Slav. <laughs> and 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 one yes. and, and a question i have for you is the people that follow you back home from the Philippines, and the wider world as well, when they see your YouTube content, when they see these wonderful posts that you put on your Instagram feed, what are the comments like that you get back from people that see what you're actually doing?
1: Okay, I'm happy with the comments or feedback from the people. We actually have people who Who message us we video call we keep in touch because we guide them because they also starting to live the way how we live they always tell like thank you for inspiring us to live a sustainable life and we bought a land because of you we started to bought the property in the village because of you we started to start our own garden because of you you know these people who um were inspired and i'm happy we're very happy that the even though just posting what we do, also giving them an inspiration to to do the same. So we also guide and coach others who want to do sustainable life. So we are always find time to educate them the basic or the start, how to start uh, living a sustainable life, how to grow this and that, so they have idea. It's not hard for them to start. And we we have so many people um, messaging us directly, especially on Facebook, like, Oh, Ivy and Slavin, thank you very much because you inspired us to do this. And we have decided to purchase a land in the countryside so we can start doing the same. So we hopefully we can visit these people who message us in Bosnia because we have people from Bosnia messaging us this type of things. And hopefully one day we can come and see how everything is doing. And my husband is also supportive, Slavin, because most of them s- communicate in the local language. And Slavin, it's really a dedication because Slavin is a very busy person. And But he always find time to sit down and reply to these people when they ask, like, oh, how to grow this, how to do that. And and since I, I want to do it, but my language it's okay, but it's not really the same when someone from the local language would communicate. So Slaven sit downs and find time to call them or speak to them and encourage them that oh okay so they won't uh, give up so they will really start growing so we like uh, uh, it's it's good in it's nice feeling when when you see that the people are inspired because we it's just simple when you post on social media pictures or videos but when there's you can see that it's making an avenue or a climate or um, to produce um, change in other people's lives for the betterment, then it's also like in yourself, you can feel like it's worth it. Even though I miss some sleep, I lack some sleep sometimes because when you're really working hard right now in the village, like now it's busy season, so during daytime, when kids are asleep when kids are with the grandparents that's when i work that's when me and my husband work my husband will have daytime job after job he works help me in the garden and helps with the parents in the farm and and during day it's too much job house gardening kids and at the end of the day you're really really tired it's like you you just want to lie down but i choose to still wake up a little bit and post and write and share and you know i miss some sleep but when you receive positive feedback from people that you're inspired by them and then i feel alive i feel like it's worth it i i don't mind missing a sleep just to at least live a simple footprint in other people's lives and we really hope because right now we We're not really active on social media. We, I always post pictures, but on YouTube, I don't get time to spend on laptop editing and doing things. But I have videos like for the last three years, spending videos that are still in my laptop. And, but those videos are educational videos, like how to grow, how to, how we harvest, how we like this, how to make recipes of food and all those preservations and all but hopefully i can find time when kids a little get bigger because right now we're busy in this season when i get time i can finish uploading all of this and but when all this uh, when everything is I, i plan to find time for that and even though we have a small online community because we're not consistent with social media we're happy that it's slowly growing and we are looking forward to find more people that who will be um, will be joining our online community because the people who are on our online community, we consider them as our family. So, because it's like a family affair for us, like these people showing support, we're always we're very grateful to them because you know I appreciate when they put a comment there, you know when someone put a comment there. Leave a message or send us a message. I, you know, they give you time to say these messages, like well, words of encouragement, words, kind words. You know, I, I may not be able to reply to each one of them, but it's um, I feel it in the heart, and that 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 helps me to keep going, sharing. And me and my husband always, you know, like we're when we do gardening outside, we just want to finish it. Because we have less time, but I always tell him, please let's find time to record a video of this so we can have we can show it to other people. But you know, it's it's uh, dedication. It's something that uh, you choose. No, you cannot because it's it's too much job we have at home. So I I but we at the end of the day, I always tell my husband, please let's just do this and just a little snap glimpse so we can post this so people know what we're doing and in the hope of inspiring them to do the same well so- I think
0: I th- I, th- I think that you are one of the most inspirational inspirational people f- that's come to Bosnia and Herzegovina and I, I, I'm not saying that just to make you smile it is your channel is um, exceedingly uh, educational uh, informative and I think for people around the world actually they can Take a lot away from the the content that you create, and if it's not consistent, that doesn't matter. It's the I think it's very much the quality beats the quantity, and you certainly do have uh, really 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 good quality, and your pictures and the small posts that you put on Instagram are are totally amazing. I cannot wait. Uh, Tamara said today we can't wait and her mother wants to come as well so you must probably find there's a carload of people um, turning up we really want to come and see you uh, and if we can um, create some more content for you um, and and help you to get the word out Ivy you have got such a busy life and do you realize that we've been talking for over 50 minutes uh fi- yeah 50 minutes when I know that you could have uh, most probably taken a break so at this point um until we make come and see you and create um a vlog it's I'm gonna dedicate the whole vlog to when we come up to see you uh in the village thank you so much for giving me the time you are inspirational and you're amazingly passionate my last question for you though is to talk about very very quickly something that we've not touched on your children are now like serbian filipinos in in a in a rural village how do they well they must probably don't know any different but what 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 is the reaction to the locals to having children who are not you know pure bosnian serb or bosnian people per se
1: Okay. Uh I look forward when you come here and we'll be glad to host you. And about my kids. So we have here they're very the people here are very nice. It's it's I repeatedly say that because it's they're really nice people. And it's not the it's a very nice is an understatement. For Sophia, it was like every day we have Babina I'm not sure if you are aware about Babina, you know this baby shower? Yeah. Like even my husband is surprised like for the first time in history in their family like people visiting us every day. Go that time there was still no pandemic. So every day we have visitors showing wants to see Sophia, wants to see our daughter because they're I'm not sure why um they're if they're curious or what, but they you can feel that the love of the people and they always share whatever they can, they always send us gifts and they don't, uh, I don't see any gap between uh, having a hybrid, we call it hybrid, hybrid <laughs> baby to the local here and you no, know, it's actually um, an advantage where like when people come here and they're, they treat us more like more i don't know how to say they treat me more they treat our kids more nicely because they're half and uh, i'm i'm (laughs) i'm blank can we can we repeat this part is it okay yeah
0: yeah you can do it yeah i i just i just start again and i'll I'll put together
1: i I will just repeat the this part because i'm I'm hanging Yeah, yeah my kids have received good love from the people here when my first born daughter was born my husband was also surprised that we received that so much amount of love almost every day that time before the pandemic everyone visited us all the neighbors all the families and friends even the ones living outside bosnia they all came by to to see our kids to sh- give Babina to sh- share their blessings, to give love, and celebrate the birth of our daughter. For Sophia, it was like seven times we have the traditional Babina where they, the visitors, will give you the the food one roast pig, whole pig, a cake, and all those food that uh, for the traditional baby shower. So it was my husband was like really surprised because it never happened to the family before but when i started to arrive in the family and when we had kids we have kids that's when we start to become more sociable to other families and friends that's when we start to have more people coming to to be with us to to socialize with us so it doesn't have any gap when my my kids are half or hybrids they just consider them as part of the family that they belong to the community and actually it's uh, they treating our kids more nicely that they have and they're like fond of my my two daughters they always find time to visit us whenever they're home in bosnia whenever they have time they always come and check and and but my husband said it's a give and take culture here in bosnia especially in the orthodox tradition if you are kind to people, if you are good to people, then they will give it back to you. So my kids are the first um, grandkids that are here in Bosnia because my husband's uh, sister, one is in Belgium. So the neighbors were not able to to share for Babina and all. So it's the first time that uh, um, my husband have family. So. Now the neighbors are returning back the favor, the family and friends. So just that we are the ones here left in Bosnia. So everything, my husband said like, oh, why the people here are very nice to us? And he said like, it's a give and take culture where if you're good to them, they will return back the love. So that's why he said like, don't be surprised when they're giving us this so much love because they also, when they don't have kids in Manhattan, my husband didn't have kids yet. He was also visiting other people. Families and friends who had their child so also my in-laws so now that we have our own kids Then that's the time they also give us back the love and and I don't see any Gap between having a half Bosnian served Filipino child and the child here everyone is just uh, Respecting each other and I don't see any problem or any racism and all and which i which people might think that you know they think europeans are like i don't know what's the exact term like they think highly of themselves or um because i see this so many online like uh, like uh, many are bullying bullying asians and most like they say like but i don't know it's just me or what because i didn't s- had any bully encounter here in bosnia I never had any encounter with people like disrespectful or something, or maybe I'm just lucky because the family and friends of my husbands are good people. I only had maybe negative encounter uh, online because when I arrived here, um, they follow our story. So when my husband came to Philippines, he was um, he was featured like oh, a a a Prenyavor guy went to Philippines for love. So they follow our story. When I arrive also, they follow our story. They also put them on on the online portals and television. So that's when some people who doesn't have any idea, who are not open-minded, that's when they put comments there, like, you know, but I understand, you know, they don't know anything. They, they, they're just here. So they don't know how other world works. So, and I always take it as like, like, I don't take it uh, la- uh, deeply. I mean, I just take it like, it's okay. They don't know. It, it doesn't matter. So, But they think if you're married, this uh, European and Asian, because they always disregard Asians as lower class. I don't know why it's like that. But um, they don't know that Asians are capable of doing many things. And we're just same people. We're equal. We're equal in the eyes of God. We're equal. And it's just that maybe in the history of the previous wars and all those that who won and who won the third uh, they think Asians are most likely third world countries bosnia is actually a second world country and the first world country like oh you stayed there because you're third world from the third world country but but those people who are educated those people who are have seen the world who travel a lot who read a lot know that everyone's equal everyone have different passion, different uh, careers different the uh, way of thinking but mostly everyone who who know about many things about how the world is working they're open-minded so only sometimes I get negative comments like oh this lady just came to marry because of papers because Oh, he she thinks that the bosnia is a rich country well you're wrong. but I'm all aware I'm all aware of where I'm I am now i i always tell my husband like we can always come back to Philippines I can always find job i we can support our family but I can also find job here even though I sit down on computer I can find job online but we choose to prioritize our family i want to take care of my kids i enjoy uh not working um now with computers with the corporate and this is a blessing that i i'm enjoying and i don't want other people to think that you know i just came here because of papers i want to become a citizen of bosnia well in fact bosnian passport is just same like philippine passport it doesn't make a difference It just it's easy to travel in European countries with a Bosnian passport. and they always think like oh it's just money, money. Well, well I, I not to you know I, I earn good in Philippines. I was professional. I, I can support myself. and but uh, these people doesn't know anything. so I know they they don't know about this so I just say, uh, it doesn't matter for me because what's matter is our life. What's the reality? So I just take it lightly. But so far, everyone, those that are in close contact or encounter, I don't see any problems. They're very, very nice people. Just this, uh, some trolls online are who doesn't uh, they're, really they're, they're, the, the tro- understand. The trolls,
0: the trolls are everywhere. They troll me as well. So hey, you and I have got something in common uh, with that. Ivy, I'm, you have such a healthy attitude to life. Uh, so now you're inspirational, passionate and refreshing. As I say, we can't wait until we get up to meet you. Uh, I just can't wait to see the bees uh, and and to see everything that you've been talking about. Uh, I'm very excited about it. It's time to let you go because I know that um, you have a lot to do. Please say thank you to Slavon for us taking you away for an hour uh, and for giving your very positive view about being a foreigner uh, here in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Maybe you're more Bosnian and Herzegovinian than some people that will most probably watch this, which sounds crazy, um, but it's true. Thank you so, so much for giving us uh, your time
1: and thank you for the time, also, and I hope to meet you one day, and we can talk. Uh, me and Slavin loves talking, so I'm sorry,
0: we, Now we'll, talk, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk for we'll talk forever. Okay.
1: Okay, thank you. Puno Slavin. Veliki also. Ciao. <laughs> Escape from Balkan, what's the Balkan? What's the Balkan? What's the Balkan? No escape from Balkan. What's the Balkan? What's the Balkan? No escape from Balkan. What's the Balkan? What's the Balkan? What's the Balkan? No escape from.